Welcome to Untold Stories of a Man podcast, where you'll experience real transparency, testimonies, and transactions. It's not about what you leave to the world that solidifies your legacy, but rather what you leave on the inside of those in the world that will make your name great. What's going on, Kings and Queens? Uh, <laughs> it's the squad. Hey, y'all, man. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Kings and Queens? It's another episode of the Untold Stories of a Male podcast. Listen, man, the topic, topic tonight is your finish line is your finish line. Got to finish. You got to finish. You got to finish strong. Finish. Strong. Uh, love lady, man. I think it would be good for you to jump in on this one off rip since, you know, we missed you last week, bro. But I think it's very important to just, under, you know, teach the importance of people understand that, you know, run your race at your own pace and stay in your lane, man. So, you know, do your thing, man, while you in the uh, hot Arizona, you know. <laughs> man, uh, running your own race, man, it's important because, especially in this age of social media, you know, you know, people only show you their highlight reel. So it's important that um, it's important that you have a good grasp on what that actually means. You know, uh, if you're if you're okay with where you are in your life, you know it's it's pointless to look and see what somebody else is doing. I'm not saying you don't have to you know want to be better, but it shouldn't it shouldn't lessen whatever it is that you, whatever work that you're putting in. Um, and I mean it, that statement in itself is is pretty straightforward. Running your own race, man. You know. Everybody's going to cross the finish line, so to speak, at different points in their life. You know, uh, uh, Colonel Sanders, I know this is a random one, but Colonel, Colonel Sanders with KFC, he didn't start making millions until he was, if I'm not mistaken, in his 60s. Yeah. You yep. know, so you have to look at, you know, things with an open mind. And a lot of great inventors, when you see people like Elon Musk, they're doing their thing. You know, you got to ask yourself, how old are these guys? When they're when they're reaching a success, um, Jeff Bezos with Amazon, you know they have pictures of him, you know, just in a little small office in the corner, you know, his, you know, humble beginnings. When was he, you know, a billionaire? I mean, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bezos is in his mid to late fifties, early sixties. So, you know, you got to have a realistic view on uh, what it is you want out of life. And not base what you want out of life based on what somebody else is doing. Okay, now Willie, go ahead, man. Go ahead, Willie. Man, I, I was just thinking people have to stop playing the lottery with their life. You know, because I know, you know, up here in Virginia, just what about a couple of days ago, it was it was up to a billion dollars. And you know, I, I went to the gas station to get me a, a slushie that I normally get. I seen one guy was like, hey, let me get a hundred quick picks. You know, like I was like, man, like people really was going in. I ain't saying nothing wrong with it, but when you doing, you know, a lottery pick with your life, trying to win something that you can pretty much work for, it's just like, why like, why do you want that billion? Like, why, why do we skip the process of like, you know, understanding when you run the race, so many people focus on like a race, they automatically think like they have to run. Like they forget about in a race, you can walk. They, you know, you can speed walk, you can slow down, you can take a break, you know, but you still can just keep going forward. So I think so many times people hear the word race and they for, like they forget about the many ways that you can do it. You know, because I've, I mean, I've learned that some things don't have a finish line. You know, like some things just don't have a finish line. Like, you know, like me, when I had to learn and and be a, a stay-at-home uh, parent and, and raise my girls, like, I was like, man, like this, this finish line don't end. Like, I got laundry. I got washing dishes. I got mopping the floor, taking to school, going here, and wake up to do it again. Like, there's no finish line. Like, you know, for me. I can't speak for everybody else because they probably create their finish line. So they'd be like, oh, I'm done. And then they start slacking off. But for me, I was just like, it wasn't a finish line. So I think my, my perspective is when I run my race, I like to sustain wherever I'm at. Like, you know, give myself credit where I'm at. Like, yep, I know I may have six and 10 miles, 
and I ain't trying to run it in, you know, oh, the world's fastest time. But like I was telling myself, like a GED and a high school diploma open up the same doors. They open the same doors. Like it, it don't like when you look at somebody that's a billionaire, you don't go back to say, oh, where did that person, you know, graduate from? Did they graduate, you know, top of their class? Like, no, nah, you just you ran your race and you still got to the what the goal was, which whatever you, you know, dignitized to be success for yourself. Like it don't have to be money. Like people just, you know, it can be just you being able to do something that you haven't did consistently. Because in the race that you run and you always stop because you focus and get distracted and hop in somebody else's lane and then you get disqualified. Mm. So like my boy Corey said, if you don't know where to start, start over. <laughs> you know, like start over. Like, and it's okay to start over because guess what? You, you still in the race to be able to do the thing that the race was called to do, which is win. So that's my take on it. Hello, Cool J. What you got, man? That is just when I'm alone in my room. Sometimes I stare at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think, no, nah, Willie, you made a good point. Uh, Love Lady, you made a good point. And I just asked myself, you know, why do people run races to begin with? You know, mm -hmm. what, what's the point of the race? And I think it all boils down to the individual. Once they identify why they're running the race in the first place, then I think, you know, they can be more successful in their lane. I think a lot of people veer outside their lane because they don't know the why and why they started running in the first place. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And for me, you know, I run in my race because I want to set my family up for success. I want to leave generational wealth. I, I want to leave a legacy um, that, out, you know, outlives me. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I started running the race that I've ran. And, man, to be honest, we all looked at somebody else's lane. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh man, I see how they moving. I like how they got their stride going. And when you're not confident and comfortable with who you are, you'll try to get in somebody else's, you'll try to jump in somebody else's race. You know what I'm saying? And I can speak from experience, man. I've jumped in so many different lanes to where I lost who I was because I was trying to look like everybody else. So it's like, well, why did you do that? Because I like the way they was running a race. I like the way things was turning out for them. I like the way, you know, they was able to hit that curve and make some strides. I was liking what I was seeing, but that wasn't for me. And sometimes when we see people ahead of us, you know, and they're successful, we try to run their race. But what I realized quickly, what I realized is like, bro, you should be so productive that you don't even realize who's ahead of you and who's behind you. All you know is when you finally lift your head up, you're the only one standing at the finish line. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how productive you should be. Because when you're looking at everybody else's race, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna lose track. Man, I remember I did it one time when I was running track for real. Four by one, boom, I got the baton. I was killing it. Pow, gone. I was the first leg. Ooh. This particular race. Mm. And man, I, I I was gone, hit it. Next thing you know, I looked around to see who's on side of me. Nobody, right? But then I stepped outside of my lane and jumped in somebody else's lane because I got distracted. Mm. And guess what happened? It disqualified us. The whole squad, they was pissed off <laughs> because we had that race in the bag on, on time to do some major numbers. And I learned from that experience, man, like, look, I'm going to run my race. I'm going to do what I got to do. And I don't care who's around me, who's in front of me, who's behind me. That doesn't even matter. What is the race that I've been called to run? And that's what I focus on now. So, yeah, everybody's going to – everybody got a race to run. You know what I'm saying? It just boils down to do you know why you started your race and are you confident in your event? Okay, now that's how you're feeling. Uh, you love Lady and Willie. That's how y'all feeling. Got new lights, got a new truck. Got a new vehicle. How you feeling? Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, you said something. You said something, man. And, and I want to say this, man. Just in the words of Willie, let me encourage you. <laughs> Just because they're ahead of you don't mean they're ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Right? And what you got to understand as an individual, 
just because somebody posts something don't mean it's productive. I think a lot of times, man, you know, like we, 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 well, let me not, let me, let me use Willie, right? Not we, but me, I use me, right? For a while, Willie, I was watching people and I'm like, dang, man, yo, they dropped the course. I'm like, yo, let me go in the lab and create a course. But it wasn't my time to create a course yet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to create things just because we see other people create them. And we say, man, how come it ain't working for me? Because it's not your, it's not your ingredients, bro. Of course, man. Like, you know what, you know what Nana used to say? Listen, if I tell you the grids, I gotta kill you. <laughs> you feel me yeah. with the sweet potato pie, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand, man, like, like Corey said, don't worry about who's ahead of you or who's behind you. Ask yourself, am I doing what I need to do? And you should be running your race so effectively to the point where you don't need no asthma pump. Because some of the people that are watching this, they need an asthma pump because you keep trying to keep up with people that you won't have the stamina to, to run with. You're trying to keep up with Love Lady. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to keep up with Corey. You're trying to keep up with Willie. Or you're trying to keep up with Ma Trey. And you can't keep up with these individuals. Because what you, you're trying to get to a place of somebody who's been doing this for years and you've been doing it for one week. Yeah. There's no way you're going to lose 30 pounds in one day. But you can sure, you sure can lose a pound, you know what I'm saying, uh, maybe every, every other two days if you work hard enough. But again, right, you know, and, and everybody always has a secret to secret stuff, man. But here's the truth. Consistency. Is, it's, just, it's just that simple. Don't make it deeper than what it is. If you're consistent in something, something's got to happen. I don't care if you've done it for five years, six years. Something got to give. Period. So if you're listening to this right and you're like, man, like, you know, I feel like I'm in my lane. Some of y'all ain't even really in your lane. Some of you are really in somebody else's lane. And Willie said, you're getting disqualified from your gift because you're trying to operate somebody else's gift. You can't do that, man. You have to learn how to run your race with your pace. And that don't mean you necessarily have to run. If you got to jog, jog. If you got to crawl, crawl. Because some of us don't get to the finish line on both feet. Some of us get to the finish line by crawling. I know I've been there. There's a couple times I got to crawl through that finish line. So if you're listening to this, which I know a lot of you are, don't allow what Ken said in the beginning to allow social media to rob you. Because a lot of people are good at posting their highlight reels, but not good at posting the actual process of what it takes to create the highlight. Yeah, that's that's big, man. And, and Corey said this, and Corey said this, man. He said, you got to be so productive to where you're not worried about anybody else's. And what I took from that is, like, if you listening, be so productive to where you you forget that you're in the race. Like, that's, that's what I took from that. Like, you forget that you're even in a race because you're doing things that you're able to do. You're like, okay, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. You know, this is going well. To where every time you, like, you don't, you by the time you look up, you're like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm done with that. I was I was in a race. I didn't, I, and people start telling you, oh, I didn't know you was doing this. Oh, I didn't know you was doing that. Because you was, you was just doing you. But when you're not doing you, that's what, that's what, what Love Lady was saying. You looking at social media, and you it's like you're getting robbed by a blind person. I mean, I don't know how that happened, but, but you're getting robbed by something, you know, because somebody's coming up to you, hey, who is this? Give me your money. Give me your success. You know what I mean? Like, you could just walk away. The person can't even see you. So if you if you are being productive, and if you're asking yourself, like I had somebody ask me, they was like, man, what is my gift? And, and I had to I had to think I had to in that moment with me being productive and knowing who I was, I ain't gonna lie. Like a part of me was like, like how you don't know? And then I had to humble myself. I was like, wait a minute, Willie, you was there too. You don't act like you you came out the room and you knew what your gift was. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you, you, all right, like I got it. And what and 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 what it was that that person was distracted because of a certain lifestyle. Of what they seen because I asked him I was like you know what what made you feel that you didn't you don't know your gift like I knew for me what made me feel like I didn't know mine was because I was trying to fit in so that I, I, I knew what mine was I was trying to fit in and couldn't figure out why and then I figured out why is because most people 
forget sometimes why they fighting. It's like, you know, they, they in the argument and they forget why they in the argument. They fighting and they forget why they fighting. Some people treat their dreams and their goals and things they want to accomplish the same way. They start something and then you ask them, like, oh, why are you doing that? And they be like, I forgot. And then now you be like, well, that's that's why you never going to finish it. And it's not a Man. bad thing. It's just you never going to finish it. Man, if you don't mind, man, I want to piggyback on something that Corey was saying. um, Man, before you, a lot of people get caught up in a race, but you have to think about what happened before the race. Mm. So that's good. You know, before you before you start running that four by one, Corey, I'm sure you stretched. I'm sure you practiced. So you worked on your breathing techniques, went to the gym, worked out, ate right. There's certain things that prepared you for the race before you actually ran the race. And I think That's a lot cool. of people focus on it. And like, you know, like what we were talking about earlier, you know, on social media, you see everybody's highlight reel. You just try to start, you know, try to start running right away. Well, you didn't see that person's work before they posted that picture. Uh, kind of ironically, you know, I, obviously in trucking, I'll post, uh, I'm in a trucking business, so, I may post a load sitting on the trailer, but you didn't see how it got there. You didn't see how I had a chain to strap it down. You didn't see the mud I had to walk through, uh, the brokers I had to deal with, customers I had to interact with before that load even made it to the truck. So a lot of people look at it and say, oh man, you know, Ken's doing it. And you know, I appreciate that. But there's a lot of work that happened beforehand. And the reason I'm saying that is I think people to really take time and delve into yourself to understand. And it's okay to try different things. I think that's part of the process. You know, hey, I like uh, real estate. Let me go try to, you know, rent a property or let me go uh, be involved in the stock market or let me try this corporate America thing, see if it works or go to school or whatever your thing is for you to find yourself. um, That's okay. And it's okay if you don't know. But once you do know and you figure out what it is you want to do, you have to put pen to paper and some people don't need pen to paper for me. I don't necessarily write a lot of things down, uh, but I constantly go over them in my mind like a soundtrack. So everybody has different methods and procedures of how they accomplish things, but there's a planning process that happens before you start to run that sets you up for success. You try to run without stretching, you'll, you know, you'll pull a hamstring, you injure yourself. So there's, they're just certain, that, and that's all I wanted to add, man. Just before you start running the race, you have to do the work on the front end before you actually start to run. There's work before the actual, um, before the actual race. Yeah, that's good, bro. Yeah, that's so true. I want to encourage everybody. In the words of my man Willie, you know, really like focus on you and ask yourself a couple questions. I ask myself these questions now. You know, we talk about the things we want and we talk about how we want to get those things. You know, and there's a lot of people out here trying different things. They're, they're stepping into different arenas, you know, taking on different endeavors and all these things. And you're doing this, why? What is, the, what is your why? What is your point of doing these things? A lot of people do it for the money. Oh man, if I get the money I need, I can live the life that I want and this and that. And some people, are shooting too big. This is what I mean. You're talking about you want to be a millionaire, right? But you don't even got you don't even got a thousand dollars saved up in your account. You know what I'm saying? And it's like sometimes you skip the the you you skip the developmental stage of where you need to be to try to reach something that you ain't mature enough to handle. Yep. And so ask yourself these questions. Why do you want the million dollars? And then you got to be real with yourself. Say, it's nice to have the million dollars, but what do I need right now? Because sometimes we, we overlook what it is that we need to live in the moment to try to go for something that we don't have the blueprint for. We ain't mentally uh, stable. We ain't mentally developed for it. We don't have the skill set, all these things. So you got to ask yourself some questions. You know what I'm saying? If I get this million dollars, what I'm gonna do? What, what am I gonna do with it? Why do I want that million dollars? And then start to differentiate. 
do I have to have that million dollars or would it be not would it be nice to have it? What do I need right now in my daily life for my expenses? Some of y'all just may need 50 grand. To be honest, it'd be nice to drive the Bentley. It'd be nice to have the Tesla, but do you need it? And I think people are working for material things and not working to fulfill their purpose in life. Mm. And if you're doing that, you're gonna have a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Me and Will was talking today, 17 years in the making. I've been speaking for 17 plus years, mm. 17. I am just now reaping some of the harvest. That's it, you know what I'm saying, right now. And to be honest, I've been speaking for 17 years, but I only really got into it for real, for real, the last two years. But you see how much I forfeited and how much I, I, I wasted because I took too long to walk in my purpose? Now I'm speaking on stages, potentially 80,000 plus people, you know, getting interviewed by TV stations, all these things. Just imagine if I would have stepped into what I, what I was called to do back then 17 years ago and took it serious 17 years ago where I'll be at today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We watch people, oh, Jones got it going on. Jones cried and bled for 17 years too. Jones mm. been told no for 17 years too. You know what I'm saying? Jones had to go through ABC. Jones almost lost his mind and committed suicide over the last 17 years too. Mm -hmm. And people be like, oh man, I want to sound like you. I want to speak like you. No, you don't because you don't want to go through the hell I've been through to get to where I'm at today. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't want my story. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to live my story. So focus on what it is you got going on. Dedicate the time to yourself. And quit dedicating time to everybody else because you think everybody has the formula for you. Nobody has the formula for you but you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you can't be coached, you can't be helped. But start investing in yourself so you can know what it is you want to do and why you're doing it. Yeah, I like that. Um, and, and one of the things that I would say too, man, is that I don't know if I'm the only one, but I don't even care about results no more. It's the process for me. That means the most. Like, like, uh, like Ken was talking about, right? Like you see the load, but you don't see how he packed the load. You know what I'm saying? Like the different types of chain of command that he had to go through to do that. I think a lot of times, man, when you sit back and, you, and let's be real, when you're not doing nothing, you're spectating. Right. They kind of call them a uh, campus <laughs> and call of duty. Right. You know, you're just a camper. Right. You just looking all over the place. But you really don't understand your purpose. At all. You don't understand why you was designed, why you called to do what you're supposed to do. And because you don't know those series of questions. Now you start saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Like Corey said, ask yourself a question. Like, why are you going to get a piece of property? Don't you, and before you even think about the piece of property, think about the after effects. Because <laughs> once you get the property, now you got to clean it. Now you got to maintain it. Now you got to be able to, if somebody leaves the crib, now you got to pay that. Nobody hmm. ever thinks about it. It's like, I'm going to get into real estate or I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to be a coach. It's all fine and dandy. But the, my, my main question to you is, are you built for it? And most people are not built for what they're asking for. And you know what Corey says all the time, prematurely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Some of you are prematurely rushing into things that you haven't even educated yourself about. Mm. So it's just really understanding <laughs> why am I doing this? Like for real, for real, why am I doing this? And before I do it, am I gonna be committed to it? Because my 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 mantra, bro, is if you're not gonna be consistent in it, don't even touch it. Don't touch it at all. Like when we first started the podcast, I was like, yo, I need y'all, man. Like, let's get it. And we've been consistent for going on almost a year doing these podcasts. And can't go and get into the mode too. But it's just really understanding, like, if you're not going to put your all into something, don't touch it. And remember that everybody's process is different. I don't care if you talk about this is the wine bottle. I don't care about the wine bottle. I care about the process that produced the wine to put it in the bottle. That's what mm -hmm. I love. And most people don't talk about their process because it's so busy talking about their success. Nobody right. talks about what you have completed mm -hmm. until you can be able to teach somebody else how to do it. Yeah. Yep. 
That's good. Because man. they because most people don't want to uh most people don't want to let you know that it was actually a struggle, that it wasn't easy. Right. That's why I talk about the highlight reel in social media. You know, man, mm-hmm. I've been at this for almost a decade now. You know, it, it looks easy, but it's really not easy. And uh, one of the things that uh, Willie hit on about, you know, the lottery in your life, when you watch these people, they win the lottery, and you can tell it's before their time because they blow it. Yeah, exactly. They, they win the lottery, and they go broke five years later because they blew it. Yep. They weren't ready. They weren't ready for the money. You know, a lot of people, you know, look at, okay, you got a company, man, you're doing big numbers and stuff like that. But man, there's, there's a certain amount of uh, <laughs> uh, financial literacy that you have to have yep. as you accumulate wealth, because you have to know how to manage it. You have to hire the right people to manage it. If that's what you want to do. Uh, or if you want to be hands-on and you have to do the work, you have to learn the tax code. You have to learn how to fight and keep your money. You have to learn how to invest strategically so that you can keep your money. That takes work. It's not just give me a million dollars. If you get a million, you know the IRS is going to take probably 400000 450 of that off the top. So when people hear a million, they think it's a million. It's not a million. It's not a million. You're not nope. getting a million. But that's the part about understanding financial literacy. You know, you can get money. And if you're a consumer, yeah, you get a million dollars. You know how to spend it. But if you get it too soon, you don't know how to flip it. You don't know how to make it. And you don't know how to add it to your legacy. You'll just be somebody else's stepping stone. First thing you do when you get a million dollars, you go buy you a house or go (laughs) buy you something. That makes absolutely no sense. First thing you do when you get a million dollars is sit still. Mm-hmm. You go sit with a financial planner. You go sit with somebody who understands the things that you may not even know. You know, and that's about the, the, the practice part. You know, even Corey running track. You got a track coach. You're not out there running a four by one by itself. Yep. You have to put pieces in place so that you can be successful. Um, you know, when you're faced with adversity, because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You know, so it's really important that we do the work on ourselves and understand and not try to compete with other people because, you know, uh, I posted the other day, man, you know, uh, Corey, <laughs> you enjoy this, man. As far as the, you know, with the disciples in the, in the boat and Jesus was walking on the water, Peter was the only one that got out of the boat. Everybody else stayed in the boat. He had faith in Jesus. And that allowed him to, through his faith, walk on water. So if Peter had not done the work on himself, if his faith wasn't as strong, which if you read further, it wasn't as strong as he thought it was, it was enough to sustain him for a while while walking on the water. But then he began to sink. And then Jesus reached out his hand to him. A lot of people have to understand that you don't want to get out of the boat and start trying to walk on water because you see somebody on social media. Oh, man, they doing their thing. But is your faith, is your mind, have you done the work on yourself to sustain you while you are attempting mm-hmm. to walk on the water? Is it, That part of it is more important than actually getting out of the boat. Because what will sustain you? Your knowledge and your, your, uh, your positivity, your gift, and having a relationship with God and understanding yourself is what's going to sustain you uh, when you experience turbulence. So that's really important, man. That's, that's, that's big, bro, because... But like you said, yo, at some point in your life, like you're going to get tested and faith that can't be faith that can't be tested, can't be trusted. Yeah. So so the fact that, like you said, like and just by thinking about it, I was like, man, if I had if I won a billion dollars or a million dollars right now, like there's some things I still don't know financially to be like, you know, investing or like how, how to make this million flip without me even touching it right now. And I ain't even got it. Like, I was just like, man, like, like I know there, there's people out there that know how to do it, but I need to learn how to do it. So that way I can see if this person, I got to test the spirit by the spirit. So I got to be able to, to know how to do it or know some type of form to where I can go speak to a financial person and they might be on their game. Like, well, I'm about to hit them across the head because he may not know it costs this much, you know? So if you don't know yourself, how you? How do you really expect? Because what money? I mean, I say money, 
But what really happens is people get exposed to things that they're not working on. And that's why they don't they don't really show it because it's it's I don't know why, you know, I don't know if it's it's a selfish act. It's just people do not like to show the that's the vulnerability of saying, like, hey, look, like my dad was a truck driver, bro. Like I, I know what it's like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when we came out, I was like, break a one nine, because I already know. Like everybody don't know that 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 never dealt with somebody who's in it. So, which means there's a language that I can speak with you that I've experienced because I was around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like if I say it right now, man, Ken, I know you've been on the road for a while. You seeing the alligators on the side of the road? Yeah, yeah. Like they might, yeah. like, you know what, Corey, Corey and Will might not know what that means. I ain't talking right. about a real alligator. I'm talking about flat tires that's been busted that people then left on the side. You see what I'm saying from the 18 wheel? Man, hold on. I was in CBN for a little bit. I know exactly okay, what you're talking okay, about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My, <laughs> hey, my handle, my handle, my handle, my handle was corn dog. I had a cold cobra, one twenty nine, okay. boy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, all right. My fault, my fault. Hey, with the power of Mike to go with that piece. Hey, okay. But y'all boys crazy, man. It just goes to show that there's language. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what I learned when I came into when Will brought me on. Like he was like, bro, like let me teach you the business side because I was still stuck on how much it costs. And he was like, nah, bro, it's it's investment. I was like, investment? Why well, I want to say that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, <laughs> I I didn't know the language of of what it took to speak, but I had the gift of it. But yet I didn't know the language to put me in rooms and put my name in rooms where I I wasn't even there yet. You see what I'm saying? So now I done learned the language and now like Corey and Will, like all our names are being talked about before we even reach the room. Because we put in the work. We put in the time, we, we you know, we sacrifice and we, we are men that are willing to say, hey, like I'm gonna raise my hand and I'm not gonna just, you know, give you the blueprint. I'm gonna show you everything to where you really can say, you can't say, man, Corey ain't show me that. He ain't show me that some days I want to just, you know, drink this whole bottle or, or you know, be out here. Thought He ain't tell me all this was going to happen. Like, no, nah, he did. You just wasn't able to, to control it, to be disciplined, to, to be able to sacrifice and have the mindset before you got before you started running this race. Like, I'm getting ready to do a marathon, first one ever. And I know what it's going to take. And I promise you, my mind is already set. I know it ain't gonna be easy, but I gotta do it. You wearing the Cookie Monster suit? <laughs> right. No, I'm going to get another. One. I'm going to get something new. Let's go. Hey, but but this is what I want to say too, man. Really, to be honest, we live in a microwave society. Thanks. Nobody want to do any work anymore to get to where right. they need to go, and everybody yep. are in the, in this mindset. They'd rather get lucky. And be successful than build a blueprint that can be duplicated. You know what I'm saying? And people are just like, because you can't replicate luck. You know what I'm saying? There, there is no, there is no, there is no trail, no paper trail for success when you get lucky and come up on uh, on a win. I've been in the valley more than I've been on a mountaintop, and I feel like my valley is what created this monster that's in me to have this mindset of. If I'm gonna get in the game, I ain't gonna get in here to play no games and do it half ass. I'm in there 100. Right. People don't care about how successful you are; they care about the process. People want to be able to sit down with you, pick your brain, and ask you, "Man, how did you do it?" And some people don't even have a story to tell nobody because they mm -hmm. they want this overnight success. They became sensationalist overnight on Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So the society that we live in today. And the culture that we operate in today don't want to work hard. That's why people are, are so big on motivation. They want to feel good without putting in no work. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking motivation because I give it. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you're going to have to get your behind up and you're going to have to do some work. Yep, you know man. what I'm saying? And, and, and let me tell you this. You looking at how quick I got to the finish line. You ain't been in my life for the last 35 years. You've seen me for two months and you think, oh man, it's just that easy. No, it ain't. I done failed, I done cracked teeth, I done broke bones, I done gotten to fights, I done done all these things to get to where I'm at. 
because something in the universe was trying to stop me from getting to where I want to be, which is right here. But this, this mindset of this microwave mentality, oh, I want this overnight success. You are, you, I'm gonna tell you, you ain't built for the game. And all these overnight sensationalists that's making it overnight, that's why they don't last long. They one hit wonders. Because yeah. enough people gassed them up in that moment. And once that moment died out, they ain't got nothing to show for how they got to where they are. They broke, they back on their mama's couch, <laughs> whoever couch they on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, man, put in some real work. Quit being lazy. Get your butt up, put in the work. And whenever you cross, I told Will this today. And I, and I don't care what nobody's saying. I don't care how fast people move around me because I used to be this guy that wanted to keep up with everybody. But guess what? Me being that guy had me put out poor quality work. The, the quality was terrible because I was trying to keep up with everybody else. When you dope, you ain't got to keep up with everybody else. When you yeah. know what your product is and how fire it is, and you know when you drop it, people are going to be waiting on you. You ain't got to try to worry about keeping up with everybody else because I was putting out content that was trash because I was trying to keep up with everybody else that was speaking, that was building programs, doing A, B, C, and D. Now, I told Will, dog, I don't work fast. I work correctly. Mm, it ain't even about working fast no more. I work correctly. And if it takes me 17 years to get to where I'm at, guess what? That still ain't a slow, that still ain't a slow process because it was done correctly. I have a foundation that I built now. I can walk you through my blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the, the thing that uh, the thing that you hit on core is sustainability. Yeah. Facts. So Facts. you know when you when you receive something quick, you don't you don't know how you got it. You have no way of, of how you came about this success. You'll find yourself back down at the bottom again. And, and nothing quick. is perfect, man. But you have to. Uh, that's that's why the process is so important. So I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. The process is really, really important because the process and how you got there, it's, it's the same reason you'll see somebody like uh, Rick Ross say, man, I'm not even worried about it, man. If I lose a million, I'll be back. And it's a certain amount of confidence that you can have in knowing that because you are who you are, you're aware of yourself, you know the process, and you've done the work. It's a confidence that cannot be duplicated. Corey, you moving... With that 17 years of experience behind you versus if you put somebody out here who's only been doing it six months, there's a certain amount of confidence. There's a certain air about you, a certain quality of your message that's going to come across that that 17 years poured into that that other person has been doing it for six months will not be able to duplicate. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and those are the things that that sustain you, that stand power. Um, I would tell anybody, man, you have to work on your mental toughness. Because what breaks a lot of these guys, man, I see guys start trucking companies uh, and, you know, they in and out the industry. You didn't come into the game right. You didn't have your money set up right. You didn't have your money set aside. You didn't, you didn't have your buffer. Or you just laid in bed when you should have been working the next day. Or when you seen the check and the money came in, you went and bought that Tesla before it was your time. You know, it's a lot of things that, um, man, I could go on and on, but I heard that buzzer, so I'm going to respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, you know. Already, there you go. <laughs> I want to say, man, Dr. Miles Monroe said something that changed my life, man. He said, the greatest enemy of progress is your last success. And when I heard that, I heard, Will, don't get comfortable. Because a lot of times we get comfortable because we accomplish something. Not understanding yeah. when you accomplish something, it's good to clap for it, but it's like, okay, I want more. And that's the mindset that you have to have. You have to be in hunting mode 24 seven. You see the line in the background. <laughs> you see the line in Corey's room, right? Mm. But we have to understand people got lion tattoos, but they don't have a lion work ethic. Mm. And some of you ain't a lion. You you really lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel the zebra out here. And and I want to say this, man. You 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 hit on it, Ken. And I, and I and I peeped that post that you posted about Peter, bro. And here and here, let me just encourage people in the words of Willis Sanders. <laughs> you feel me? Never allow anybody to laugh at you for attempting to walk on water because man. they're comfortable to sitting in the boat. Hmm. 
Because sometimes the people are people will be laughing at you. They laughed at Corey, they laughed at Willie, they laughed at Ken. They'll laugh at you. I'd rather say that I'd rather drown attempting to walk for my dream than be comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. and be on my deathbed saying, I shoulda, I coulda, but why didn't you? You feel what I'm saying? And when you get to a certain level, man, like you said, man, the mindset, that's the game changer, right? I'm not, I'm not comfortable. I don't care what I get. I don't care if, if we book five gigs in one day. I'm like, no, you need to turn it up another notch. Mm-hmm. Because again, we don't, Corey, Willie, Ken, we don't live this life for us. Mm-hmm. We live this life for the people coming from behind us, bro. The people who look up to us, the people who we inspire. And Corey, you don't motivate, bro. You inspire. Motivation only lasts 48 hours, but inspiration, when you when you do that voiceover work or when Willie do them calls and when Ken spit that knowledge, you inspiring. I always say motivation like smoking weed. It's only good for a limited time. But when you when you empower and you equip somebody and you inspire them, man, that's that 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 imprints them forever, right? So, you know, in the words of Mother Teresa, <laughs> If somebody comes to you, never let them leave your presence without feeling happier. Mm. That's my ultimate goal, Corey. I don't care if I'm at the gas station pumping gas, Willie. I'm like, yo, how can I make somebody smile today? Because it's just the one thing. You don't have to do big things. You do nope. one great thing effectively, you see what happened in your life. And it's contagious, bro. It's just something about this word momentum. When you build it, it's a game changer. But when you lose momentum, it's like, man... How am I gonna get yeah. this back? You know, so hey, you you said it, and yeah. you're absolutely right. You know, I do inspire, and there's a book that I'm reading. I ain't gonna tell nobody yet until I finish it. But there's a book I'm <laughs> reading, and it most definitely talks about inspiring individuals. I woke up in the U.S. with somebody reaching out to me in another country, and they said, "I've been watching you," and they said, "I and speaking to you." This is their, and I haven't shared this on social media. I'm going to drop it. They said, you changed my life. Mm. No, his words were, you transformed my life. Bird baby. And he said, since I talked to you, my business skyrocketed. Everything is working in my life. You transformed my life. And he said, I thank God that he put you in my life. Mm. That's what I love waking up to. You know Mm. what I'm saying? And everybody don't see the behind the scene words. And let me share something with y'all. Some of y'all are trying to jump and run a race that you ain't prepared for or that you ain't mm. trained for. Peter didn't get off that boat just because he had faith. You know why Peter got out that boat too? Because God said, come. So he mm-hmm. stepped out on the word of God and the word of God kept him afloat. When he took his eyes off the word, that's when he began to sink. Yep. The word being Jesus himself when he was standing there. When those waves and stuff flew up around him, he started looking around. He took his eyes off the word and that's when he began to sink. But he yep. actually stepped out on the words come. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why he was able to take as many steps as he did. But when he took his eyes off of that, he sang. So y'all listen, you got to know when to step out. You got to know when to stay in. And some of y'all are stepping out because you see somebody else stepping out, but you don't know they heard come. Okay. You, don't mm-hmm. heard, you don't know they heard go. Come you don't on, know man. what these individuals hate, uh, heard. I know what I heard in a room by myself. The reason I stayed in Texas on my own is because I heard God say, stay. Mm-hmm. If it was up to my moms and them, I would have been back in Michigan and I w- it would have been another fatherless little girl in, this, in, in my house. But because I heard the word stay and I didn't know where I was going to go, I didn't know where I was going to eat, I didn't know if I was ever going to cross the finish line. When I think about mm-hmm. my life, which is hard for me to do because I think about all the times my life was a living hell. It's hard to think about my life at times. Yeah. But I do know when I heard stay, I stepped out. And that's why I'm as successful as I am now. I wasn't successful then. Then was the training ground. Mm. When I stepped out, I was being trained. I wasn't being trained in the boat. See, you can't be trained in the place you're comfortable in. Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? You got to get outside of that place to be trained. So when I stepped out at 16 and said, all right, God, you said stay, I'm going to stay hell. I fought all type of demons and all type of stuff, whatever you want to call it. And now I'm where I'm at, and I'm still, like you said, Will, I'm not comfortable, man. My wife told me the other day, she says, she said, babe, you put too much pressure on yourself because you're always thinking about the next thing. How can I get this million? How can I touch this million? I'm not trying to touch a million just to be sitting on it. 
Because a million in a, a bank ain't doing nothing for you. It ain't working for you. Yeah. Kid said, you got to have some financial literacy behind all this. If I, when I, when I, ain't no if, when I touch my millions, and it's plural, not singular, watch this money work for me. Because I have, I've gone through financial literacy courses. I've studied how this money works. I'm not just a consumer, man. I'm a producer. And some of y'all need to focus on being a producer and quit being a consumer. Producers make things happen. If the producer dies, everything in the food chain dies. That's good. There's so many people, I want to be a consumer. I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat that. No, man, I'm a producer, dog. I produce stuff. I make stuff. I, I make, I, I help life. I preserve life. I keep it going based on what I do. When I inspire people that want to take their life, I kept life going. I'm a producer. You see what I'm saying? So it's all about how you see yourself. It's all about what you believe. And quit talking about what you're going to do. The time for convincing yourself to do it is over with. Execute now. Yeah. Perfect time. The perfect time to do it. You said something that was key, Corey. And, and the main thing that you said, you was like, when you stepped out, when, he, when Peter stepped out on the water, it never said that he drowned. Mm-mm. It never said that he drowned. So if he if he didn't drown, that should tell you something. It's that should tell you something. It's so like I said, it's okay to start over. That don't mean you drown. That don't mean you can't, you still not gonna reach it. Like you said, it took 17 years. Mm. Took 17 years. Like when I, I started my journey, I felt the same way. I was just like, man, I'm only like two years in. I was just like, why I'm not, why I'm not getting no gigs yet? Like, why I'm not. Like, bro, you still ain't learned something. Are you still like, you still in training? Like, you know, cause because I mean Will said something to me. He was like, Well, you got what if somebody came right now and gave you a you know a fifteen thousand dollar check and needed you to speak in front of you know eighteen thousand people? I'm like, like that, that ain't the answer. <laughs> like, like that wasn't it. And what so would you talk like, about? Huh? And what would you talk about? You see what I'm saying? I bro, I had that was far from my mind. I was just like, I want the bag, cause I need the bag because of the situation I was in. Not realizing I was trying to skip that process to where, like you said, now I can tell you what I'm gonna talk about. I can tell, I can do all that. See, I'm, I'm more confident now because I, I took that step to be like, you know, I'm not gonna skip that step when I was, I was really trying to. And I think that's what it is in the finish line. It's like, we see the finish line, but it's like, let me call an Uber real quick. I'm gonna hop in this car and take the yeah, Uber to the finish line, and I'm, and I'm gonna get out. And they'll be like, yeah, I did it. Look at my trophy. See, look, you see my trophy? I finished. They'll be like, oh, so so, so, so how, how did it go? Did you, did you lose breath? Did you, uh, I didn't, you didn't break a sweat? I'm like, um, you know, uh, no, nah. you ain't, yeah, you ain't do it right. So, yeah, man, it's a, <laughs> it's a reason people are not successful, bro. Uh, all the stuff that you brothers are describing, mm. it's a barrier, no matter what it is that you invest in, no matter what it is you want out of life, it's a barrier for entry for everything. Everybody wants the money, but they don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to start this company or start that company, but don't want to do the work, you know, about being motivated. Motivating, like you said, bro, uh, brother Willie. It's, it's cool for a time, but what's going to wake you up out the bed at three in the morning? Yeah. What's going to get you up at three in the morning when you don't feel like it? It's raining outside, but you got stuff to do. That load got to get there. What, for example, prime example in trucking. It's muddy outside. It's thunderstorm raining and snowing and all that kind of stuff. You still going to strap that load down or you going to sit at home? That's going to make the difference between a trucking company that sustains over time and one that slowly takes a dive. Yeah, man. Um, that's good, man. This was a really good conversation that yeah. we had. Um, <clears throat> and if you don't take nothing away from this, y'all, just know, man, like Willie said in the beginning, just because it's a race don't mean you have to run. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know that I've never completed a race on my two feet. I always had to crawl to the finish line. And, you know, there's two types of people, Corey, in this world, fam. There's a one hit wonder and a platinum artist. You got to decide which one is you. 
Drake made it very clear, back to back. Some of y'all never get back to back because Corey said you microwavable. Mm-hmm. But things don't go your way. You have an issue with it. The client didn't come in. You think you're the only person that never got a client or you're the only person that heard no? What makes you from not going through the process? Willie, man, I, I promise y'all, man, I used to be so desperate for people. <laughs> so desperate. I'll be on the, I'll be on the call, Ken. And I'll be like, man, no, 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 we can do this. We can do this. Let's, let's, I don't do that no more, Corey. Because I identified who I really am. And once you learn who you really are, I ain't got to negotiate with you. You came to us with a problem. You got the problem, not me. Right. Right. I I let them know straight up, yo, this is what it's going to be. This is what it is. Take it or leave it. Well, you know, I mean, come back next week. Ain't going to be no next week. When you come back next week, it's going to be double. Back. Because we always growing. I mean, like, people get it twisted, Corey. They like, yo, like, okay, well, if I come back next month, well, if you come back next month, just know while you waiting next month, I'm growing. We're growing. So as we grow, best believe it go up. So, you know, and again, you can't be afraid to bet on you by all means necessary. Will, can I add this piece? I know the timer went off. Oh, but <laughs> you you said something and you said something and Willie said something. Willie talked about he was doing things because he needed something, right? You said you was desperate for people because there was a need that wasn't met. Let me tell you something. If you're working because you need something, you're gonna do some crazy things. You will sell your identity and you will sell your soul because of the things you need. You don't work because you need something, you work because it's your purpose. It really separates the two. I told somebody the other day, I said, this is my price ticket, boom, this is what it is. Oh, okay, well, uh, they always (laughs) hit you with that wealth. They always hit you with that wealth. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not playing with people no more when it comes. Listen, <laughs> the certifications and all the things that I'm getting, I ain't just getting this because it's cute, I'm getting this to raise my prices. Mm. It's something called continuing education, right? Yeah. When you're a counselor and all these things, you continue your education. The more you grow, the higher your price ticket can become. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you don't catch me now, and you think what I'm doing now is high, don't even try to hit my DM. I told no. this person, I said, well, look, this is what it is. <laughs> well, now what they're doing is this. I'm gonna, I had one person tell me, I said, what's your budget? They said, we're not gonna talk about my budget. The only thing we're gonna talk about is how I'm gonna get you the money that you're asking for. Mm. When you add value, and you know what you got. That's what I'm saying, man. And Will, Will, you said it, Drake. I'm Drake in my game. I ain't trying to be nobody else. I'm going to move correctly, not fast. If I put out an album, one album this year, I bet you'll be the dopest album. I bet you that boy have a, it may go diamond. Because of the time I invested, you know what I'm saying? I slowed down. I got with my team. I was strategic. When I, I don't care how many people put out five albums, six mixtapes in a month. I ain't doing it. If you rock with me, you're going to rock with me and you're going to wait on when I drop it. I'm not desperate. Yeah, listen, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't need nothing. I got everything I want. I don't need, so if you come to me because you think I need something, oh, he need this little $250. (laughs) Let me tell you, baby, no, I don't. (laughs) Hey, hey, last thing real quick. When y'all, when, when, whenever you hear the word no, you have to shift your mind. Mm-hmm. When we talk, when we when when we heard the word no as children, it was no, you can't have that cookie. No, you can't, you know. So it kind of enforced some things in our minds, and we take no as a negative. But you have to shift your mindset from the world. He tells you no. You have to you have to shift your mindset. To want to figure out, okay, I respect that you told me no, but what is it doing that made you say no? And do it in a respectful way, mm-hmm. in a way where people can pour into you what I told you no, so that you can work on yourself, 
that you can come back stronger and compete with the people that they told yes to. That's important. And it, man, I promise you, it's trucking, but the, I I pay attention to everything, dude. I look at Starbucks and I look at Chick-fil-A. People ran ravens lines around the building for Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. What is it about their product or their services that keep the line wrapped around the building? That's important. So while you're receiving your no's, write them down. Okay, God, what are you trying to get me to hear? When that employee quit on you, hmm, okay, God, what, what am I doing wrong? Why, why is my uh, you know, driver retention the way that it is? What is it that I need to change? How can I be a better owner of the business? A lot of people don't want to hear that because it hurts. But you mm-hmm. have to take accountability for your part in things to be better. It's not just a no. It's not. It's never a no. That's why it's ne- it wins and losses. A loss is not a real thing. Nope. It's not real. A no or whatever the perceived loss is is also an opportunity to get better and grow. That's why you see those players when they lose the game. going in. <laughs> yeah, what do you You have to better research the, the losses so you can come back stronger the next time. Yeah, yeah. That part. yep, that's yeah. it. That don't mean. think you too don't think you too sweet either. That's what some people think they too sweet. That's why they, they can't deal with a no. I'm sorry your bubble was bust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't that dope. Hey can yeah sign no yeah no real no. it's man. Yeah, you said something though about Chick Fil A, man. I, y'all know I love Chick Fil A, but I haven't ate out all month. But I will say, once this is over, like Willie said, I'm going there. But I do want to say this: some of y'all businesses are so trash, like Burger King. You know how many times when you go to Burger King, court, how many times you gotta check the bag? Man, look. <laughs> And you you hit on it, you hit on it right there. There's a quality of service, bro. The right. quality of service, man. My, right there, fam. And that's what I'm saying though. When you go to Chick-fil-A, I ain't never gotta check my bag. Not never. 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 Because never. you if something is wrong with your Chick-fil-A bag, it's almost an insult to your spirit, man. Because you know <laughs> <laughs> you know that never happens, right? And I, I can't I can't understand why people get so mad. When they go to McDonald's and they don't give you the sweet and sour sauce. Mm. Think about where you going to eat at. Right. What you expect the level of intelligence, the level of intelligence in these places. What do you, you expecting five-star service and you going where you can go get a 99 cent cheeseburger. Mom, you got to change your thought processes, man. When I drive Chick, when I leave Chick-fil-A, exactly. I can leave that way. I can leave confidently. Confident. I got a, I got a different lean when I leave Chick-fil-A. But if I go to Mickey D's, I got to sit up. I'm, I'm already mad because I already know something going to be missing. Yeah. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, you go to McDonald's, you order with the window halfway. You go to Chick-fil-A, you be like, yeah, let me get a, uh, what you do? <laughs> you get all out of it. But they treat you like you're a human being, though. They don't, they don't even, the first thing that they ask you before you even order is what's your name? They make it personal. You go to Burger King and like Corey said, oh man, that's that Arizona. We can't hear you. Can we? Can't hear you. Breaking up. Break a one nine. You sound like T Pain. He sure do too. Nah. We can't hear you, fam. We can't hear you. Nope. You finally hit us. You finally got in that sweet spot. Yeah, he did. That boost mobile. All right, man. No, we can't hear you. No. Look, so you anybody, so far anybody, re- anybody who's sponsored with AT&T, you know, we can really him alone, man. Leave him alone, man. <laughs> this man took a this man did a podcast in his truck, man. You talking about dedication. That's dedication, bro. For real, bro. For real. Right, well, I know what he was saying is fire, but no, man, listen. Great podcast, you know. So, so thank y'all for rocking with us. Last thing to say, anybody? I just want to say, look, focus on your own race. Don't look at what everybody else is doing. That's how you become distracted, and that's how you begin to doubt yourself. Other people's other people's success can damage 
who you are if you allow it to. That's why you got to be comfortable, comfortable and confident in who you are. And when you when you do that, you can run your own race and not worry about who's doing the next thing. That's just real. Thanks. I'll just say, man, I encourage you just be consistent. Like like I said, just because you run the race don't mean you got to run it. Like you got to run it. Like you in the race, you don't have to run it. Just be consistent and know what you can do and the level that you can do it. If it's something simple as, you know, I, I want to wake up, you know, at four o'clock in the morning. No, you don't. Like, start start uh, just an hour or 30 minutes at your normal time that you normally do. And then work your way back. Just don't, you get up at eight o'clock and all of a sudden you about to start waking up at four. Don't do that to yourself. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Like, be, like be, be real. Be honest with yourself. Know what you can do while you're in the race. Because your mind is not set to run that race because your body is not equipped. Like right now, I haven't ran in probably about two weeks for, for a specific reason. But I know if I get out there and run a mile, I know I still can do it in a certain time because my body has been doing it for so long. So I just encourage you to just be consistent in whatever it is that you do and stay committed to the commitment. Hey, there it is. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.